Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Did you know Sherlock's launched SL Man in the autumn of 2019? It's the modern man's guide to a more stylish life. Think Sherlock's for men. Twice a week, the SL Man team bring men everything they need to know from the coolest trainers and the hottest bars to the newest podcasts, grooming tips and mental health advice. You name it, SL Man has it covered. So please spread the word to the men in your life. We're talking husbands, boyfriends, brothers and colleagues and help us to help them live a more stylish life. Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Polly Sayer, Lou Huff, and very special guest, Rachel Stevens. Hello. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Rachel was, of course, a star of S Club 7, chart-topping soloist and Strictly runner-up, and now an Insta account to follow for some really good style tips. So we're so Aww. happy to have you here Oh, it's lovely to be here. Thank you. Um, we always start by talking about TV and podcasts and films and stuff we're watching, but I felt like we couldn't start this podcast fresh on this Monday morning without talking about the Friends reunion, <gasps> which was announced this So weekend. exciting. But it's not a reunion. Can I tell you what happened? We know my best friend works in TV. Yeah. So I saw it on Instagram. Oh, yes. photo that they all shared. Yeah. Sent it straight to the girls group. And she replies going, guess who's known since September with this little smiley face. What? And I thought I had what? all the words. Like, I thought I knew everything they were working on. Yeah. She's known for six months. Oh my See? goodness. I know. Anyway, wow. really exciting. Excited? So excited. I'm such a Friends geek. Yeah. <gasps> so everyone yeah. thinks it's going to be like a special edition and it's going to be them in character. It's not. It's them as themselves. Yeah, unscripted. Talking, unscripted. Right? Yeah. Talking about their experience. So I feel like <laughs> Yeah, everyone's going to be really disappointed by what yeah. it actually is. Yeah. I don't believe it, it can just be an interview because they would be clever enough to know that it would be really overhyped if it was just an interview. Mm. No, yeah, there but must be something going on. Yeah, there they? must be something. And more. I think just to see them all back together will be just an amazing thing yeah. for the fans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like when any one of them uploads a photo of them all in the same room together and it yeah. like blows up. Yeah. It's yeah. like that. Yeah, but yeah. I don't really want to see them as who they really are. I want to see them as their friends' characters, and I want to see they're not real. Exactly. Emma's going to be what? I don't know. Emma is going to make a star appearance. <laughs> but yeah, she's, because wasn't there a whole thing like a year ago that it was her 18th birthday? Yeah, so yeah. Well. yeah. yeah. Oh. I like I'm the only person that's not excited. Oh yeah, of course. You don't even watch Friends. Some people are like, I watch it occasionally. I don't hate it. I'm just indifferent to it. And when people are like, oh, it's like that episode from Friends. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that blows my mind. Like yeah, even though it's not just like your constant background noise. I just now feel like I can't watch it all because I'm so far behind. Yeah. Mm. It would just be too much to take on. So you so missed you missed it the first time round. Yeah, I think I did. I don't, I, my parents never watched it, and like I just never really got into it. Yeah, I don't know what of it she was. was. Yeah. yeah, so you were twelve when it started. I probably, so probably, probably even younger. I think I remember watching the final when I was like twelve or yeah, thirteen. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So I missed. I came to Friends quite late because that was the whole S Club time. So that's when it was. Otherwise, I'm quite. She was very busy at that point. But I did get into it late, and I actually went to Wembley when they filmed the London show, the Emily and Ross wedding. Yeah. So I saw that filmed live what do you mean where did they do it what they uh, did something at Wembley a studio in Wembley it was a live oh, filming shit. It was of in London. it was in London yeah that's so yeah. cool I did not know that yeah. was it amazing it was amazing but funny enough at that time I wasn't as much of a friends yeah. fan as I am now I kind of got into it 
Oh, maybe it was amazing to watch it, it but I've so never been got into it late, then maybe I can. Yeah, maybe yeah. Let's hope for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I find yeah. actually when I watch it now, I don't really enjoy it, but it's got such a kind of place in my heart from my childhood. I really mm. associate it to really? like, that time of my life. So okay. watching it now, I'm like, I hate those, the fake laughs and the sort of the claps in the background. I find that really cringy. Mm. But that was so kind of of that time, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. Well, I can't, it's not happening to the end of the year, is it? We've yeah. Long wait to go so we shall see people reconvene and yeah exactly (laughs) yes what's everybody else been watching so I've been watching Love is Blind on Netflix you and my entire Instagram feed oh my god it's just wild like so the concept is that people date but they don't see each other until they decide they want to marry each other (laughs) it's just and how long is that dating time frame before the marriage proposal I think it all happens within four weeks again it's like so wild and then they decide like they want to marry each other after about six days so they're like so in love with each other so how many dates do they go on well they just kind of meet up in this room like adjacent to each other and there's like a wall between them that they can like converse with each other with but yeah literally within five days or three days for some couples they're like I think I'm in love with you and they're like me too and they just then decide to get married but they've never seen each other obviously but have the production company obviously thought okay you're gonna get really well with her and really thought about who's being matched up or is it completely random it's weird it's like 10 guys and 10 girls and they all just kind of it's almost like speed dating in different rooms for a bit and then they decide who they like the best it's just so bizarre so So weird weird. but yeah I'm very excited about it did you ever watch Married at First Sight no and that was with some quite scientific basis I believe but they would pair up couples and they'd have to get married the first time they met and then go off and live with each other and see how it went there was an American but that felt a bit more realistic didn't it because people then were like no this isn't working but this love is blind it's like they are like so deeply in love and it's all perfect but are they do they win anything from getting married yeah (laughs) they win in the love stakes but it's like it's very American if you're okay with that yeah but it's quite trash but great TV oh, I do love a bit of trash yeah. TV people seem very addicted to it yeah it's just very surreal but yeah I've watched like three episodes so okay. far and it's just worth a wild. binge yeah, yeah. really good oh. Rachel what have you been watching we tried to watch The Irishman oh yeah the other yeah. day and it took us three days to watch yeah. it I yeah, mean I couldn't get into it but we had to finish it and we finally did but we're that couple we're so unrock and roll we can sleep <laughs> at half nine so we're those parents and I've just been so into Love Island have you yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I loved it I mean it's, have you not watched you've not no, been watching I've it watched no. it. oh yeah you yeah. have watched yeah. it oh you I did watch it what yeah. did you think I started it enjoyed it and then dropped off a bit and then got back into it yeah. towards the end and really liked it because they're quite good friends it wasn't like they all seemed like but... lovely people yeah. which was really really nice yeah yeah were you happy with the winners I was yeah, yeah. you I I actually was, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was happy with either them or Shawnee's and Luke. They're probably loved up, I think, aren't yeah, they? They do seem quite yeah. genuine, like genuinely good together. But yeah, there wasn't loads of drama in this okay. series. The only yeah. drama was Shauna and uh, Callum, which was quite funny. But, but. Don't you feel, like that's why I kind of couldn't watch it because it's just the same. So like the yeah. Wars, it's the same. And do you love it? I know. It, and I was like that at the beginning. I was like, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. And then I think because we've just moved house and we, like I said, asleep by half nine. I'm like, we can't invest <laughs> in getting into anything at yeah. the moment. And it's just <laughs> it's only halfway It's a nice easy watch. Switch on. And, but good it's finished now now I can get into yeah, something a bit more yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, do you feel like it's overkill like are you prepared to go back in again in four months time for the summer version I'll probably do the same thing and say no I'm not watching <laughs> it and then yeah, every time <laughs> I also really struggled like 10 minutes that I tried to watch like in my head it's so associated with summer and it just felt really weird like even hearing the theme tune yeah it like, really did yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. Watching yeah. girls in bikinis. It's like, yeah. no, no, put a knit yeah. on. Yeah. 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 Bring a mule yeah. yeah. But how lovely for them to spend the whole of winter in South Africa and a gig. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure your husband will be thrilled. Lee, what have you been watching? So I have picked up again on the Justin Bieber Seasons series on YouTube. So Alan and I talked about it when it originally launched. And it's basically, for those who don't know, it's 10 minute episodes that are released once a week on YouTube. And it's kind of a little bit of a documentary into his life. And the first couple, you know, he goes back to his flat. He was first in Canada and he talks about how far he's come from that. I don't know. It just felt a little bit rubbish. Yeah. It didn't so really work me. Anyway, my um, partner and I just kind of persevered and I watched the fifth one and it's when he really, really opens up about his addiction. He opens up about his Lyme disease diagnosis. And oh, of course he's got Lyme disease. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And it was really, really interesting. And Sean and I were talking about it and I was saying, for me, I would have found it way more interesting if this was a Netflix documentary and it was kind mm. of all in one. It was like one hour and you went through his life. Whereas because it's this 10 minutes and maybe it's for a different generation who want kind of snippets of information mm. and 10 minutes is what they want to digest. But I hadn't been aware of how much he was struggling with his diagnosis and his addiction. And mm. I know it's really interesting. I think mm. a lot more, like, we've also watched the Taylor Swift well, That's why I just wrote it down, because it just occurs to me. I don't think we talked about that on the podcast, no. have we? Um, and I think it's amazing how many of these artists are opening up and being so much more honest about mm. their struggles and what they go through. And, and I think just... people maybe have a perception of what being famous and successful and the music and the film industry is mm. like. Mm. And... It's not all yeah. sunshine and roses. Mm. I think it would be so healthy really... to dispel what people do think. Yeah. That, you know, celebrities live this, you know, wonderful life. And so, it's, yeah. yeah, it's really, really important. And, or, you know, on top of that as well, to see how hard they work and what goes into producing a incredible yeah. song. Yeah. And, you know, when exactly. they're in the, in the recording studio and all of the incredible people and talent around them that make the song the song. It's not just about mm. them. Yeah. You know, they're producers. It's running and, a business. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a whole big machine that... They're yeah. running, yeah. So, yeah, if you've got a spare 10 minutes, mm. I would give it a watch. I think it's interesting. Can we talk about the Taylor Swift documentary yes. for a second? Yeah. Have you watched that? I haven't. Okay, no. well, you can relate to it a lot more than we can <laughs> based on all of that. It's basically, it's called Miss Americana. It's on Netflix. It's about an hour and a half. And it is like a full behind the scenes. It's almost about her transitioning from being a sort of a young girl child star to a woman in the music industry mm-hmm. and having a voice and her not being able to have her voice when she first started and now finding it. That was a lovely summary. Yes, yeah. yeah. so that is exactly what it's about. <laughs> it's not dwelling on like a tour or no. an album specifically, but it's just a kind of journey with yeah. her. And they focus on like writing certain songs and stuff, don't they? Yeah. Which, which, by the way, if you listen to it, will be in your head for like a oh my god, yeah, yeah. I still wake up in the middle of the night with yeah. the songs going around. Also, <laughs> I yeah. uh, back in the day, I used to love watching music videos and like watching MTV in my spare time. I never watch music yeah. videos. And I'm no, not this. There's one the queer eye guys, and straight away I was like, YouTube. I, I have watched that video now so <laughs> yeah. many times. It's so good. But I really didn't like her before yeah. the documentary. I hated her whole like girl gang thing. I thought it was really like contrived and actually not very. It was a bit kind of exclusive, and I didn't think that was a very positive message. But I've always liked her music. But actually, there was so much in this documentary about kind of like struggles and in inverted commas. Obviously, she's lived a really privileged life, yeah. but there are really hard times that come with that as well. Yeah. But anyway, it is so worth a watch. Like, particularly, I keep saying to people with young girls as well, I think she's such a positive role yeah, model. Yeah, she is. She really yeah. is. Yeah. She, and, and oh, I'm she, definitely going to watch that. Do. She gets quite political towards the end of it. Yeah. And yeah. There's a kind of focus on her involvement in politics in Tennessee. I think she comes across as such a positive role yeah. model in that. 
And she also talks a lot about her anxiety and the shaming that she got on photos of, you know, people saying she looked fat and Mm. you can tell there have been issues in the past and she just has to like block off looking at any comments in media and, and, you know, there's this one scene where she's in the car and she's like, no, Taylor does not do that. Like she doesn't look at comments because it affects her so much. And I think you just realise whoever someone is, everyone has feelings and their own things that they're going Mm. through and it's really interesting Mm. i think it's important to for artists almost like do more of that because i guess like with the whole social media thing it's just really hard maybe for some people to see that there's a person behind that and it's i think it's important made me respect much i do think now more than ever there has to be a change yeah it really does Mm. and you need people like that Mm. my daughter's nine now and she loves taylor swift so for her to have see someone like yeah. that just being really honest and really open about how they feel I think yeah. is so empowering mm-hmm. and, and to show that also that like they don't have it together all the time and there are going to be times where you're going to struggle and that's okay Absolutely. and you don't always have to be strong Perfect. and brave and confident mm, because yeah. that's not real yeah, exactly and the conversation is going on so much at the moment about people sharing the downside of fame like do you feel vindicated do you kind of sit there and think god I, yeah I know what this is like you can so relate um, what you were saying about Taylor Swift I think you know I grew up in at a time where and it was especially the band that we were mm. in it was all like shiny happy very young so people would see the sort of end result of everything yeah and I did feel like I mean I was 19 when I got into the band yeah and I feel like I did end up sort of playing a, a role and you get kind of seen as this one dimensional person yeah and it is really hard to I found it personally really hard to kind of break through that mm, yeah because you know it is quite easy to sit in that box that people kind of put you in yeah so I think I can really really relate to that yeah I think that's really amazing that she's talking about that and the difficulties yeah interestingly I was listening this morning to Frankie Bridges podcast on how to fail and she talks a lot about her kind of mental health struggles she's um, actually been really open about that all yeah time, and she's yeah. just released a, a book talking about it and she was talking about her time in the Saturdays and how she almost was like two versions of herself mm. but it wasn't that she was like a different person in the Saturdays it was just that she had to be kind of happy and yeah. smiley and it was just kind of her but without the depression and the negativity and she just kind of had to fake this confidence yeah, you kind of play a role I yeah mean, I remember times you know I was a teenager I remember times where I was going through a breakup and I'd be like crying my eyes out and then yeah. having to go on a tv show and sing reach and be all yeah. happy and and also I used to find the media quite difficult yeah. as well especially at that time in the 90s it yeah. was very exploitative and I did at that time become quite guarded and find okay. it really hard to talk about and did about. you read obviously Instagram didn't exist then but did no. you read articles about yourself in the papers were you sort of aware of all the press commentary yeah oh my god absolutely I mean I was quite lucky and had nice press most of the time yeah. and because we were aimed at a very young market it was all kind of more protected yeah very well protected but obviously now it's so different because social media has changed all that and people are being really honest and open and yeah you must feel Um, grateful that there wasn't social media at the time you were like I know I'm really grateful there was no social media when I was a teenager yeah oh my god yeah so to be famous now but now I worry for my yeah daughters and Oh my God. No, scary. So scary. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm going to really reduce the conversation. But (laughs) when you said Frankie, I was like, oh, I wonder if you know Frankie. But of course you know Frankie because she was S Club 8. She was S Club Juniors. Yeah. Oh my God. She was a baby. She was. And Rochelle. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk about household jobs now. We wrote a feature about the nine household jobs that you really should be able to do this included things like defrosting the freezer unclogging a drain 
and changing a smoke detector battery. So, I want to know, Rachel, how did you score on this list of jobs you should know how to do? Rubbish. I'm very neurotic about cleanliness. Mm. So, me and a Dettol wipe, we go very well together. Mm. I love a good Dettol wipe. Who does it? does the best. I know, I know. But no, when it comes to defrosting a freezer, I haven't really had to do that, but I just don't have the patience to read through directions. Manuals, exactly. The other things on this list, unclogging a drain. Hands up, who does that? No. I poured the stuff down. I've done that. I've done that. Pour the bleach down there. Or like, put it. Bucket of water down the toilet if it's like it's not flushing and things like that. But in that, it said, put your hand in the toilet and break up any residue. Oh, I've never actually done that. Oh, no. no. Shutting off the water. I've had many boilers. Yeah, I've had 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 quite good with the boiler actually these days. That is important. I think knowing where your um, stop clocks are is very important. Mm -hmm. If you do have any sort of water explosions, we had a pipe explosion and it was literally going everywhere, like burst into the the flat below us, coming through the ceiling. I mean, it was like something out of a film. And we were just trying to find the stop clock and then it finally found it. But now I know exactly where it is. Anything like that happens again. And these things teach you. So we're also, we're like in the process of buying a house, and oh, when lovely. you have these mess ups in your existing homes, yeah. it teaches you. So like, I'm going to be so vigilant about this new boiler yeah. and all yeah. the yeah. things that it comes with. Yeah, to kind of almost learn the mistakes from not bothering. Annoyingly, yeah. Resetting the electricity. I feel like that's quite an easy. Yeah, one. that's just flicking the fuse box. Yeah, yeah. I can do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hanging a picture. I feel like you could do that. The command strips are, yes. are great, right? What, yeah, yeah. what is that? They're life changing. They're, those, they're a picture hook, but they're sick. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you so don't no make... drilling, no yeah, exactly. no holes oh, in the walls. I know, yeah. but uh, that will only take a certain weight. You've no, got to be no. careful. That incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> you can put more than uh, one sticker on. You can, each and you can get really sort of yeah. heavy yeah. duty ones, heavy can't duty you? But yeah. if you also if you take it off, that's going to be quite tricky. If you then decide you don't want that picture there anymore, and you put well, a wall with a sticker on it, it means that you've used that sticker if you put it up wrong. But it doesn't leave any marks on the wall. Really? Yeah. And also, a wall with a sticker on it is the same as a wall with a hole in it for a picture. Her. No, but, but you, you just very easily polyfill it. Yeah, but right. you like just pull the tab <laughs> and then it just like peels away, doesn't it? Yeah, very amazing. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, that's a helpful yeah. tip. Thank you. Yeah. You would use polyfiller. That's quite handy. Yeah, I quite like this sort of DIY. You do, do you? yeah, oh. like hanging pictures, that type of thing. Like I know it's not DIY, but putting together an IKEA chest of drawers oh, would be oh, yeah. good. Really after I like that. God, really. Yeah. I just love that. Type yeah, of you thing. feel really great afterwards, right? Yeah. Like you've done really yeah, achieved. Yeah, like I like I like a puzzle. So like to see like loads of different. Different parts, yeah, and I know like real instructions, just yeah. kind of image diagrams, and then I've got the points and I've got like the screws. I just yeah. I, I can like understand that. that, yeah. So that's, that's because you like maths. Yeah, I hate maths. Oh, I, yeah, hate I, maths. I hate that no. thing. Yeah, yeah. Gross. putting up a fixed shelf is another one on yeah. this list. Is that something you could do? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, some yeah. yeah. I wish I could. I was actually saying to my husband last night because we're decorating at the moment. Yeah. I, like, I love because I've been looking at sort of different bloggers on who have started up their like interior home accounts yeah. and things. And seeing that they're painting themselves, I'm like, I'd kind of really be interested in mm. doing that. But mm. to do it properly, you've yeah. be really able to know how to, like, sand everything down yeah. and yeah. to do a good and job. And it's all, like, the prep work as well. Exactly. And, like, all the tools you need even just to prep it. And I yeah, think, exactly. Like, so that was a two-minute conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think you're those type of people or you're not. Like, yeah. our Absolutely. Only, yeah, yeah. Our only foray into DIY was trying to put our own nest up on the <laughs> door. We had to borrow a drill from Polly's husband. I'm not nest, sorry. It was Ring, ring doorbell. doorbell. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, Sorry. Jewish guys don't no, have drills. No, they don't own drills. No. This is no, what I told these guys. So 
Okay, had to borrow it from a Screwdriver at a push. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Lewis has a whole drawer of different drills. Like, it's literally like he's got about so seven impressive. suitcases, essentially. Yeah, well, yeah, we have a screwdriver, but yeah. only because we like needed to buy one. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is <laughs> we turned to a non Jew who provided her <laughs> a drill, which is really helpful. He may as well be a Jew that he literally cannot do anything. He's caught this drill, but has used it like once. <laughs> well, anyway, it's now been used twice, but we were so unsuccessful. It was so bad. We really but you did it. You, you we, went we tried. We tried. We tried. I agree with you all those You either are or you're not. Totally. You painted. Yours? Yep, we painted. To be fair, I kind of had quite a romantic notion of what painting a room would be. Yeah, me too. In the dungarees. Yeah, and I got quite bored. Kind of one round in, I was kind of going in all different directions. Apparently, you have to go in one direction only. Oh, God. So, yeah. But you save a lot of yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you painted yours. Oh my god! In my old flat, we were like, "Let's paint it ourselves." How hard <laughs> can it be? And yeah, we did the same thing. We had to like paint the ceiling and everything. And it was just like oh. getting in my eye. Yeah. It was awful. And then like we did such a bad job. The whole thing. We spent like two days doing it and stopped looking. It was like this is crap. <laughs> oh, so we yeah. had to get someone else to come oh, and do yeah. it anyway. <laughs> it was such oh, a waste so of time. Well. Yeah. So it. lesson learned. Just yeah, literally, if yeah. you can't do it yourself, no, Jip. throw some money yeah. at the problem. So what are you doing with your house? How much is there to do? Pretty much everything. Yeah. So exciting wow. so I've just finished decorating my dressing room which I'm so excited about oh that's about. quite quick you only moved in what a few weeks ago we've gone it's been insane and I like things done quickly I'm quite impatient but my husband is on another level okay. so we moved in and the move went really smoothly and we were in two days. I was like, God, I feel so settled. We're 80% out of boxes. And then wow. guys came in and we had all our windows changed and dust everywhere. And it was like, oh my God, it's been crazy. Um, but no, it's, it's so exciting. On. It's all coming together. Yeah. We're doing the whole house, but it's all decorative. Okay, so it's good. all the fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't um, have to move walls or put any ceilings no, in or anything like that. But having my dressing room done, the decorator came down and said, we have a problem. We have to re-render this whole oh. wall and it was all crumbling and falling oh, apart. So it has been, the last few weeks has just been dust everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But when you do a renovation, that is what, what yeah. you're going to get. And I yeah. wanted to do a renovation yeah. and it's really exciting. I mean, I'm interiors mad. I love, I'm mm. so passionate about interiors. So, um, and I'm working with my sister-in-law who's an interior designer who's oh, so funny. brilliant. So yeah, it's like a kind of new venture in a way. And is it a sort of a different style to your old home or have you kind of developed a new aesthetic or is it quite in line with what you've kind of always liked? It's a period house and which okay. I've always mm. wanted. I love character. I love the yeah. high ceilings and big windows. Where we lived before was a new build, so okay. it's got all the character in it. So yeah. it's got a lot to work with, and yeah, it's really exciting. But in terms of interiors, yet we haven't got. We're only doing a little bit by okay. bit. Yeah, getting Great. there, getting really there. Exciting. Yeah, I'm just going to bring the convo back to things you can do in the home mm-hmm. because I know Laura, our deputy editor, always talks about pink jobs and blue jobs, and like some <laughs> things are for the guys and some things are for the girls. So I think like taking the bin out <laughs> is a blue job. You know, they're a bit small. Do you have in your homes clearly defined rules like? This is my job, this is your job, and we stick to those. You're not doing I do, yeah. I'm just laughing because I love how, as women, we're all, like, feminists and we're like, we can do anything. But actually, when it comes to taking out the bins, that's a man's job. Well, I'm sorry. India Knight, in her Sunday Times column yesterday, wrote about exactly this. She said that young people are more open-minded about gender equality, but a recent survey found that with heterosexual couples between 18 and 34, they're basically still sticking to all these traditional 
rules. So we mm. might be super, you know, open to like gender fluidity and like all of those things. Yeah. But the study said that a quarter of them, being that group of young people, said that they would like the man to go out to work and the woman to stay at home with the children. Which I just thought was really interesting because yeah. it is, we are still, despite being all kind of feminist and liberal, yeah. so many people still feel like there's gender roles yeah. to apply. I think right. it's like, it's nice to try and achieve some balance in it, but there are definitely some jobs I just feel like I am better at and he is better at. Like, so just, what are the yeah. jobs? I don't know. I feel like cleaning especially, mm. he is just, I know like Ben is, is more clean, but yeah. Matt, I feel like just doesn't see these things. So I'm just like, well, if he doesn't see them, I'm just going to have to do them. He sorts out the kind of like bills and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yeah. if anyone needs to come down and do the, the electricity meter, he'll do that yeah. and that kind of thing. So and that's what makes a partnership, isn't yeah. it? You've got, it's like with friendship, with, you know, in any way, it's like you have your strengths and your weaknesses. Yeah. So I think, especially mine, I, mean, I don't feel like he's the only one who does the bins actually, even though I hate doing the bins. But no. <laughs> no, I'm the same. Yeah. I mean, I'll do them. But yeah. what I meant is I want him to do them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like doing it. Exactly. Oh, I know. But of course I'll do them and we do a bit of everything. But yeah, yeah, there are things that you just are better at than your partner and vice versa. And you just... Yeah. You know, Grace? No. Lewis definitely makes the bed. That's his thing, but that's only because... <laughs> no, that blows my mind. Ben is so shit at making no, bed. It's only because he's really good at it and he really enjoys it. Like, that's... Like, he's okay. That's, that's amazing. Like, yeah. when, that's a real skill, actually, yeah, to make a bed. When we go, like, on holiday, we're staying in a hotel, he'll still do it. I'm like, baby, don't weird. need to do it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he just loves um, it. But no, he really he enjoys it. it. And I can tell it gets funny, like, if I leave the house after him and I have to do it. Oh, I, I know it so That is definitely his. But everything else, I think, we kind of switch there's probably things that one of us does more than the other just we kind of get in a flow but it's not because one is better or wants to do I mean who wants to do any of those things anyway so yeah we're pretty split I think that's nice alright well if you are looking to improve your DIY skills or just want to know the jobs that you should know how to do at home then have a look at the feature on the site hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Let's talk about 
my favourite feature, what's in my Ocado box. <laughs> this is a feature that we run on the site all the time. We get different people, often in the food world, to contribute their, basically, what they order. But I particularly loved last week's, as these two are laughing, because I was really quite besotted <laughs> with this. But, um, this Wave is, reviews coming like, from the fashion desk. It's just fascinating. <laughs> we all, you admit you loved it. No, we, I loved it, it I loved was, it. So this is a lady called Grace Regan. She's a chef behind Spice Box. And, I mean, nothing that she had in her order was, like, particularly groundbreaking, but she just described everything everything so amazingly so hang on let me find some examples did you then put them in your basket and this is what I do and also oh, yeah. if I'm doing my Ocado I will often just like google Sherlux what's in my Ocado and like, yeah I love that I love that so it is actually a very handy, handy I have to resource. do it as I go throughout the week and yeah. add things on yeah yes, otherwise I'll forget I mean, obviously I have my usual stuff but mm. yeah it's very hard to sit down and be like right what do I yeah. need what do I need I yeah so she basically went described how she used each of those things that she added so for example got to her fruit and veg section and it was like okay I don't need to read like how she uses her apples but she said best of British apples on Sunday nights in the winter I make a big batch of stewed apples with ginger and cinnamon which sees me through the week I usually eat these with yogurt granola and a drizzle of tahini yum I know Um, tahini tahini I know really interesting she also said pitted medjool dates nature's candy Mm. the best ones are from Waitrose Mm. tear them in half Mm. dip them into peanut butter or tahini with of course a sprinkling of maudin salt Oh, I know so anyway I highly recommend this one but I want to know Rachel you've obviously got two young so what is in your Ricardo? What are your staples? My youngest is a really fussy eater. How old so are Niles? So my youngest is five. My eldest is nine. Okay. Um, so I've got to have all the packed lunch stuff that I make the packed lunches every day for school. The things that me and my husband love are if we're not cooking, you know, sometimes you just want something really quick and easy. Mm-hmm. Have you tried the deliciously Ella frozen meals? Do you know, I haven't yet, but I'm a huge fan of her recipes and kind of all of her snacks and things like that so I need to try them they are mm. so good oh, she okay. does a cauliflower and lentil dull mm. and on a night when we just don't want to cook mm. and we just stick that in the oven and it's so delicious with some cauliflower rice or yeah. something like are that are they vegetarian the girls? no but my daughter actually and my husband are both celiac so okay. everything's gluten free in yeah. our house and and I'm really getting into more vegan stuff. Any of you vegans? Yeah, I practically am. I mean, I'm vegetarian. I don't eat cheese. So I practically am yeah. vegan. And it's just so great to see so many more options out there. And just the conversation really expanding around yeah. what being vegan is now. And people also just, and not just being about your diet, it's kind of a lifestyle choice for people now. And, you know, Monday to Friday, people just like, you like the other day, you were like, actually, I think I'm like 95% yeah. vegan. I just like, I don't. I'm getting there too. Yeah. yeah. I don't like chicken very much. And I would never eat red meat for like lunch yeah. and I don't really cook it either so therefore yeah when I think about what I have in a day yeah, yeah. it's pretty much vegan the yeah. only thing I found hard before I found Oatly Barista yeah. I mean, that yeah. has to go in my mm-hmm. Ocado is tea mm-hmm. that's the only thing I would find to hard to not have yeah. milk mm-hmm. yeah but now it's I found substitute. it Oatly so now I can go properly dairy free yeah. you like a meat substitute do you like a meat substitute <laughs> because <laughs> I, like a fake sausage I basically I'm like Linda McCartney yeah you know how some people are like oh why would I want a meat substitute I don't like meat I very much do like me and I, I'll put my hands up and say that so I, I try and just have the substitutes like Linda McCartney's the corn scotch eggs they are great <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I, I have had a fake scotch egg oh, they're very nice oh, yeah. they're very very good that. but yeah I think we try and like I do have quite a bit of chicken in the week but yeah I try not to have so much red meat and 
save that for the weekends and stuff. But it's so much easier now to eat vegetarian yeah. and vegan mm, yeah. and stuff. So I give it my best shot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. Okay. What's your ordering? We get have? sometimes these already meals because I don't like already meal. I think they're mm. pretty rank as a concept. But these Charlie Bigham's ones. Have you oh, tried yeah. those? They feel a bit like yeah. oh, those. fresher yeah, so and yeah, a bit yeah. nice. So we get those occasionally from okay. Waitrose. If you know, if you can't be to cook, they're yeah. just yeah. a nice thing to chuck in without feeling like you're eating something mm. really yeah. grim and greasy. I think that's why the delicious yellow ones are probably right. Yeah. So good. You feel like that exactly you feel mm. like they're healthy yeah. for a frozen meal yeah, exactly. but other than that I don't have lots in my freezer really mm. just have the odd thing because the girls have so many after school activities and if I'm working in the day or I'm whatever I don't have time to cook yeah. so the odd time when I'm not I mean I'm a very basic cook so I'll put a bit of fish in the oven or frozen yeah. pizza or yeah. chicken nuggets mm. and things like you know just like the basic the stuff that kids. you have to yeah. have if yeah. you're not cooking yeah, the yeah. odd time. I get that. Do you have any other Akade staples? Um, freezer is always edamame beans, mm. which is like a go-to kind of yeah. quick snack. Petit pois, not garden peas, always petit pois. Mm. <laughs> I hear you on that. Yes. I with you on that. So much better, yeah. aren't they? Sweeter. Um, exactly. Mini magnums. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Always mini oh. magnums. And oh. always Ben and Jerry's as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, always spicy of the moons. Ooh, yeah, I, mean, oh, I love oh them. Oh my god, what are they? What are they? Mochibles. Oh, no, gross. Uh, what? <laughs> no, I don't like the texture of that sort oh, of jelly. I oh, I love it too. Outside, it's not and then my ice vibe. cream in the middle. Yeah, no, I love a mochibule. Not for me. And pitta always in the freezer. Mm. Just, I think so, yeah. pitta. Yeah, it's just always so useful. Like, I'm a real bready person. Yeah. So if there's not fresh bread, I'm not going to get like some hovis so pitta will take that box well, yeah i keep bagels in the freezer like that as well you have to mm. slice them when they're fresh yeah and then wrap them individually because you obviously yeah. can't slice through yeah yeah good True. tip i know I yeah. one other thing for the freezer is ginger oh really yeah apparently it's much better for you or you get much more nutrients and flavor when it's come frozen so, so fresh really? ginger that's been frozen yeah exactly oh, so we'll buy a root. root of ginger and then cut that up into knobs <laughs> and put them into a little bag and then it's really easy just to grate it into whatever like whether that's on soups or stir fries or mm. I literally love ginger on anything and it just always adds like a zingy bit of flavour if yeah. you're having something a bit bland so I've got quite lazy recently and I've started buying the pre-chopped onion that's for the freezer as well and it's so useful yeah. so, so good some, yeah. yeah so Ocado do all those pre and they do it with red onion what do you mean you don't so, waste any so like often I'll chop like if you're cooking for two people yeah. or even especially if you're cooking for one yeah like half an onion isn't enough mm-hmm. so then I always leave like a third of an onion you're not going to then reuse that so I end up yeah. like throwing it away whereas okay. it's right. pre-chopped in a freezer yeah. and sometimes true. you just do need stuff that's yeah. quick and easy yeah. don't you well I highly recommend reading Grace Regan's What's in My Cardo we're going to talk about beauty now Rachel our beauty editor puts together a monthly feature about all the products that she has emptied this month I keep meaning to take it up with Becky that she finished her Glossier Cloud paint oh. in a month because I've been on mine for maybe Literally like a, a year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I want to know what do you finish? What are your go to beauty staples that you always write um, out of? So, always my liquid liner, the Tom Ford pen. Have you tried that one? No, you know that one? It's so good. It's really easy okay. to use mm-hmm. and really black. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend that. And then my Sicily concealer. Mm hmm that's always a go-to because it's just so moisturising. You know, don't you find that you'll find something you love and then you'll try other things and then you're like, why did I try something yeah, you want? Yeah, yeah. Actually, if it ain't broke. You know, if it ain't broke. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And often I think always go back editors to say, don't keep using the same products. Maybe that's more skincare. skincare. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a Chanel mascara that I love, but it is quite expensive. So occasionally I'm like, okay, right, I shouldn't mm-hmm. buy that yeah. one again. I'll like buy something cheaper. And I'm like, well, it just doesn't look as good. Yeah. So yeah. I know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Anything else? 
I always use my Bioderma makeup remover. Mm-hmm. That is something that I just think is so brilliant. It just gets all my makeup off. I love it. I feel like I need to stock up on some, you know, when you get to that point where you're kind of running low on stuff and you want new things. Any recommendations? I'm obsessed with cloud paint. I use that. Yeah, Yeah, I I use that. I think it's so, yeah. I saw your Instagram. (gasps) It does explode everywhere. Yeah, Yeah. I was like just trying to squeeze the tiny stuff. I just went everywhere. And obviously you can't get it. I end up like wiping it. No, and you can't put it in. No, try and like scoop it in. No, no. That's pretty rank if I want to do that. But yeah, it's just so good, isn't it? It lasts forever. You've been doing a few things recently and getting loads of different compliments A on your glow and B on your eyes. Thanks so much. <laughs> I mean, we go on about Glossier all the time, but Future You is That's like it. the thing that I've been using recently that genuinely I've never had so many compliments oh, in my entire really? life. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. And like no one ever comments on my skin, but when I started using this, they were like, oh my gosh, your skin looks so glowy. Mm. What have you been using? And it's that. Oh. So I think it's like an oil serum hybrid thing and they recommend using it as like your last kind of skincare step. But I find it's for me a bit heavy to use that all over my face. So I just kind of dab it on my like where you would do your highlighter basically. So you put mm-hmm. it on before you put on foundation? No, afterwards. Okay. So you only need, again, like the tiniest bit and then just like, I just dab it around. I saw someone on Instagram basically doing it and she always has like amazing skin. So I was like, I can't really use it like that. <laughs> and actually, yeah, so many people are always like, you look so glowy, you look so... What's like, it called? Future Dew. Future Dew. Yeah, okay. Okay. Out. And your eyes? I don't think it's today, but there's the pink. Oh, the um, eyeshadow. Yeah. Yeah, so I was using Gosh Copenhagen, which is like a really quite affordable Mm -hmm. brand that you can get at Superdrug. And they do these really nice little eyeshadow palettes, which are so easy to blend. And like, for me, I'm not great at makeup. So I need someone to just like put it in front of me, make it easy for me to kind of put whatever colours I want and yeah you were like that looks really yeah, nice yeah it's so nice isn't it so nice to just have one wash that you can put on yeah, your eyelid that yeah, is just yeah. easy yeah so good I feel like pinks as well like I would always avoided pink but yeah. I feel like it's quite current it's quite yeah. Charlotte Tilbury isn't it there's a Charlotte Tilbury palette that's identical yeah, to this gosh one this is yeah. so much more affordable much more so. affordable yeah. uh, Lou what's your empties I swear by the It Cosmetics CC cream mm-hmm. and it's kind of their, I guess, sort of tinted moisturiser. It's just got a real kind of hydrating glow. Again, that's what you put on the other day. Yeah. You? you know when someone puts on makeup in the middle of the day, so mm-hmm. then you really notice it. Yeah. So you, I can't remember what you were doing, but you put it on at like lunchtime. Yeah. And we were like, wow. Yeah, and nice. it's, it's a really nice coverage, but it feels like it's nourishing. That's obviously the thing with a CC cream is that it's nourishing to your skin as well. Yeah. It's mm. SPF 30 or 50 or something. Which so brand is it, did you say? It Cosmetics. Oh, It Cosmetics. And I think they do quite a few different shades and that's great. And they do a illuminating one and a plain one as well. I also love the Charlotte Tilbury Retoucher pen. There was a time where they dabbled with discontinuing it. The, I was one, the one with the spongy bit on the end? No, not the spongy one. So they bought that one out. It's basically like a pen. Yeah. And they bought the spongy one out and people were saying to me, this is going to be the new pen. And I was like, oh my oh. God. <laughs> anyway, I bought that one and that did not work for me at all. So I was panicked thinking, okay, I need to buy like 25 of these. Last <laughs> yeah. yeah. Luckily, I think it's still around. <laughs> but it's like you turn the head of it and then the product comes out. Yeah. Like Tusha Club. Exactly, like Tusha Club. But on the weekends, I can almost use it like as a bit of a base. So I'll just put it like around my eyes, around my nose, bit on my chin and that's kind of it. Mm. So it's not, I find the Tusha Club one is way more like a highlighter sometimes. Mm-hmm, yeah. and you can't really use it as a concealer yeah. anywhere else. So this kind of covers all bases. And for me, it's one thing that can do multiple things is mm, ideal. Love that. Mm, so, great. yeah. Good. I like that. All right. Thanks, everyone. Okay, we're going to talk about 
fashion now because obviously we've got the She Likes Fashion team here. And Rachel, you are a bit of a fashionista on Instagram ah. these days. But have you always been into style? Oh my God, always. I mean, I love fashion so much and I always thought that was going to be my career path. Mm-hmm. When I left school, I was went to the London College of Fashion and I always knew I wanted to get into fashion. I didn't really know in what capacity, but did a business course and kind of thought about maybe doing buying or something like that left college and then started working at PR companies and I was 18 at that point and then S Club kind of took me in a totally different path and obviously being in a a pop group not the best for fashion in the 90s (laughs) not gonna lie how much of a say did you have on your outfits oh a lot of say okay I mean um, and I've always coordinated yeah (laughs) just about yeah (laughs) but you kind of were tied in a way okay it was I guess it worked in the 90s it was Mm -hmm. of its time also, I was 19, so I was yeah. like, yeah. you know, you don't really know your style so much when you're that yeah. age. Yeah. I think it does take time to sort of develop your style and what mm-hmm. you love. So how would you describe your style I always now? find that really difficult know, to really say it in words, mm-hmm. but I think I'm quite classic in what I love. I love sort of structured, classic pieces, but with a little bit of an edge to it. Mm-hmm. So I love a, a shoulder or a well, voluminous... Yeah. today. Yeah. 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 I just wanted <laughs> nice. a bit of colour to love that. Jumper, yeah. But just all attention to detail. Mm-hmm. So something, yeah, just feminine, cool, classic, with a bit of an edge. And do you shop mostly on the high street? I'm a massive high street girl. Yeah, I think we've got one of the best high streets. Yeah, we do. Yeah, definitely. In the world. So yeah, I love the high street. But I do like to dabble in a little bit of designer as well. And I Mm. think that's what's so lovely to mix the two Mm. and to elevate your outfits with a designer bag or, Mm. you know. Yeah. But then, you know, you can get such great pieces on the high street Mm. that great quality the echo designer pieces as well yeah. so it's just lovely to mix and match agree so what have you bought have you bought anything for spring yet um i bought a few bits i love a co-ord mm-hmm. I'm a massive co-ord charlotte fan. is your yeah, yeah. i love a co-ord and looking it up when you're in the pajama set yeah i love a pajama i love a pajama or a suit yeah and i'm such a massive zara fan we all are yeah fan, i know <laughs> I just bought a really cute floral. It's got um, this colour in it, actually. And it just feels so springy. Oh, I know. With the, the white, white with the... Oh, yeah. we love yeah. it. Yeah. It's just <laughs> such a gorgeous quality, isn't yeah. it? It's the fabric. Yeah, it's like, it's like, like a sea yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of. Yeah. And it just yeah. feels really chic and really sort of effortless. Mm-hmm. And on a nice spring day... Yeah with a pair of like flats and I just love the shape of it. Do you follow the fashionable pattern? I love her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sorry, on her. So well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, so well. Yeah, yeah. She's gorgeous. Um, have you guys bought anything for spring yet? Uh, I'm trying to buy more colour. Definitely, that's yeah. kind of my vibe now. I'm almost like... She says wearing black. <laughs> Entirely <laughs> neutrals you know right now. It's so... I mean, I wanted to wear colour today, but I am such a black, grey. Because so, yeah. yeah. it's so classic mm-hmm. and chic and effortless. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And every time I do wear colour, even though I love colour... I always go back to like yeah. wanting yeah. to put on a black blazer yeah. and a grey cashmere jumper yeah. or you know it's just... I think it's a comfort zone thing isn't it and feeling like you yeah. can mix and match those colours yeah. a bit more but I do feel like especially because it's been so grey and like, awful weather wise recently I'm just like do you know what I'm going to try it like you're wearing your lovely lilac jumper mm. I'm like yeah maybe I'll go for a pink jumper you, you yeah. bought a pink jumper last I did, week did yeah. yeah which is very unlike me like where was that like, from just top shop and it has this really cool it's almost like a sweatshirt material but hybrid between that and knitwear but it's got this like puffed shoulder so you probably love it <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. I wore it all weekend. I was like, oh, I feel a bit jazzier. Yeah. Like, lifts your mood a little bit. Yeah. It does. Yeah. No, I'm like desperate to be buying new spring pieces. <clears throat> I'm definitely at that stage where 
I'm so bored of my autumn wardrobe. I feel like we've worn it for yeah, half of the year done. now at this yeah. point. And yeah. come kind of September, I'm like, yay, knits and boots. And <laughs> yeah. now I'm like, oh, yeah. done yeah. with it. So I bought like a cream double-breasted suit from Zara a couple of weeks ago. But every time I kind of look at, I look outside and I'm like, you're not you ready to wear it. I don't. It doesn't feel natural to wear it yet. But mm. new stuff is kind of starting to come in to the shops, and it gives me hope. But yeah, yeah. I haven't seen anything that's felt appropriate to wear mm. now. It's always so lovely when all the new pieces start coming in, isn't it? But it's, I think, it's so good to wait a little bit. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard to, but yeah. I think it's good just to sit back and just see yeah. what's going to come yeah. in. It's hard yeah. to tell what the trends are going to be now as well. Like obviously Zara is so good and so ahead of everybody yeah. else, yeah. but that's not the same as what you're actually going to want to wear. I'm also the type of person that when I buy something I want to wear it instantly and if I don't it means I probably don't really like it absolutely there's there's so many beautiful summery pieces but I know I'm not going to wear them so yeah Yeah, Yeah, I really want you swimwear but what's yeah Yeah. Yeah. lucky I've got a honeymoon to plan so (laughs) I did get really involved I was on the um, Posse website on the weekend and they have got the most beautiful summer collection at the moment just absolutely divine did you see I tried on that piece of white dress so nice so it's a brand called Peace of White, which is actually a Turkish brand. They only came about last year and they just do really good white shirts, like in different variations. This summer they've launched into like more summery pieces, dresses and that kind of thing. And they really kindly sent a dress over last week, which when it got, we got out of the box, we were like, oh my God, it looks enormous. Sadly fits. Really well. <laughs> That's great. Oh my God. It's got this ruffle. It's the most amazing. incredible, so like I absolutely love incredible. Yeah, like a pleated ruffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like bit, you can yeah. Yeah. just Gorgeous. Yeah, it's so amazing. And it goes quite low at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Oh, it's, so, it's, so yeah, it's amazing. Well. I know, yeah. but I'm just so sad. I just want it to be something yeah. else. Yeah, also, um, sleeper new collection. Have you seen their cape? No. No. Oh my God, they've got this incredible cape and it's really extravagant, not really like their style. Oh, and I don't really know what you'd wear it for. So it's, but it's yeah. got a slit, it's open at the side. Yeah, I think no, she's turned the front, the she's just turned yeah. it. So it, oh. on the website, it's around the front and then it's just got this big, it almost looks oh, like, like flowers. Like, oh, it's gorgeous. I think you can wear that over a swimming costume. Yeah, I love it. I think you need that in your life. Yeah, Especially with wedding. Wedding, exactly. Before we finish, we have to just quickly talk about Strictly because I don't know if you know, but we are Strictly mad. Oh, we, we, we love oh, it. We really love so it. Brilliant. Um, it? I know it was a while ago, but how was eleven it? years ago? Was it really? Wow. Wow. Yeah. But did you love it? I did. I mean, God, it was such a massive part of my life because you start in like July, August, where you first meet your partner, and then it goes all the way. I mean, I was lucky enough to get to the final. So and then goes all the way up to Christmas and then I did the tour in January wow. so no an amazing experience and training every day learning different dances yeah. every week and obviously you had some dance experience from S Club do you feel like you had a slight upper hand against everyone else no or? actually do you know the opposite because in a way when you come out of a pop group that people automatically think yeah. you can dance and mm-hmm. of course doing pop group you know pop routines yeah. is so different to yeah. learning a tango or a yeah. rumba they're so highly skilled those dancers yeah. it's, so it's a different thing and I never went to drama school I was never a trained dancer and I'd never done partner work or anything mm. so I mean I was coming in it really mm. totally fresh so That's so amazing um, and it's, so, and it's such a different type of performance yeah. as well yeah. and that really threw me because you know performing on a pop stage is a very different mm. type mm. of performance it's so right. exposed as well particularly if you're used to being in a band it's very so different to them be like all on you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Totally. and the pressure oh my god yeah. I'm a bit of a perfectionist I'm getting better at that as I'm getting older but I was so like I've got to get everything right and, yeah. and also when you're with a partner you don't want to let them de- yeah, that all course. kind of plays a part and yeah 
then you're being judged yeah. and you're being watched by 11 million people oh, every Saturday okay. night. Did you keep up so, the dancing in any way? I did a little bit. I did oh, a bit afterwards. After, yeah. And then I got married not long after the show. So we were mid like planning the oh wedding. And, yeah. and then not long and after that. what was that, your first dance? We had all these high plans, but it didn't, didn't happen. <laughs> but no, it was incredible. Wow. Who was in the final with you? Tom Chambers. Oh, oh yes. And Lisa Snowden. Oh, yeah, she's also the three of us. Yeah, she was. And tell us about the outfits. That's my main reason I want to go on Strictly, is just so I can wear it. It was amazing. At the beginning, I'll never forget my outfit on the first one. I did a salsa. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the first one, so I was the most nervous. And... I mean, I ended up really loving all the sort of more passionate dances, like yeah. the rumba. I loved all the ballroom dances, like the waltz yeah. and the tango I loved, all the really sort of dramatic dances. Mm. But my outfit for the first one, it was the first time getting... I mean, I felt really nervous yeah. Um, yeah. in every way, you know, wearing so out so of my comfort zone yeah. in every single way. But then as the show went on and I got more involved and I started to design the dresses and... Fun! Really, yeah, yeah, it was fun. really, really fun, yeah. I mean, I did yeah. from the beginning, but my confidence grew as I kind of you know wow. yeah so, I, I'm in it for the constant spray tans that's, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's yes. the dream that was genius. yeah yeah, yeah. I want, so I want in for that reason spray me up yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rachel thank you so, thank you so much, much for joining thank us thank you it's been lovely we loved having you follow oh. Rachel at Miss Rachel Stevens on thank Instagram. you so much that's all we've got time for this week please do email any feedback you have to podcast at shitlux.com we love hearing from you don't forget to rate review subscribe and tell your friends bye bye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 